It's time for the Bay Area's favorite quiz show, Minds Over Matter, with host Dana Rodriguez, accompanied by technical editor Kara Pace and educator Lori Fisher. And here's your moderator, Mr. Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Damien, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. I hope you're having a lovely Saturday morning, and we do hope you can spare us an hour of your very valuable time because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So that's what we are looking for right now. Um, The rain is coming in. This is a good time to settle back and give us a little time. We do hope you will enjoy the show. We hope you will call in as well with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or, yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. This is a good time to call in. Sometimes we do get a little bit crowded toward the end of the show. We do do not want to miss your call, so please... Please contact us at your earliest opportunity, 415-841-4134 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. I want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. I tell you this for two reasons. A, if you ever want to contact us with a comment or a question, we would love to hear from you. And, of course, uh, since we are doing the show on Zoom, you can contact us through email as well. If you cannot get through on the phone, you can uh, send us an email, and I will pop up right before me, and I will mention it even. So there you go. So mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. And, of course, if you'd like to hear the us in live stream, that is at kalw.org. And the podcast should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show tonight. And that will also be at tonight, this morning. And that will also be at uh, KALW.org and many other places as well. But start with KALW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Okay, we're going to start with a round of introductions. I'm almost out of breath. And then a round of questions. And here's the first. Kira Pace is building a frame. A place to put her 10-yard stare. Indeed. Um, (laughs) I lost Lori's intro. Here we go. Uh, Our audience can't see it clearly, but Lori Fisher spent the morning shampooing the red carpet for his Oscar party tonight. And much to his surprise, this morning he was disappointed to learn that his celebration will lose an hour because Daylight Savings Time is rearing its untimely head tonight. Yeah, I had forgotten or didn't know. So listeners... Public service, daylight savings, 2 a.m. Who's in an hour of sleep? But here we go. Any film organization that awards Best Picture to The Greatest Show on Earth, Forrest Gump, or Crash is not one that our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, takes seriously. All right, that is correct. And we will begin the questioning with the woman who's dressed like an evil monk, Kira Pace. <laughs> it's a 10-yard stare. Yeah, you yeah. You get what you get today. Uh, so I have Unlike a leading question. What's that? Unlike other times where we don't get what we get. No, yeah. you don't get it. Uh, so 
I have a lead-in question followed by my list, and here's the lead-in. Uh, on his 1994 album, Teenager of the Year, uh, which I was listening to again the other day, and it's awesome, uh, Frank Black performed a song called Bad Wicked World that was about what two-season sci-fi series from the late 1960s? And I'll give you a lyric uh, that will maybe help you figure it out. So here we go. About once a week, another story is leaked and he's on it. Just a suit and tie. Will it ever end? He hasn't got a friend. Pinkies that won't bend. Pinkies that won't bend? Pinkies that won't bend. And what There's year was the series? Bad Wicked the- World. Uh, the, it was 1967, 1968. Two season sci-fi show. Pinkies that won't bend. That rings a bell with me. All right. Well, while you think about that, that, that was the way you could tell this person was an alien, if I recall. Was that, is that, yes. That sounds true. right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yes. So while you come up with the title, uh, I'm going to give you some short descriptions of short lived TV shows. Uh, I want you to give me the title. So all of these are one season TV shows. They made it through their season, I believe, all of them. Uh, so here's the first. It was a political drama from the 1964-65 season in which every episode began with the lines, democracy is a very bad form of government, but I ask you never to forget, all the others are so much worse. That's number one. Number two, a 1967 adventure drama in which an amnesiac who had been dumped into the river searches for his own identity. Number three is a sitcom premiering in 1966, in which the men and women of the gunslinging Hanks family protect their land from outlaws in the fictional town of Wretched, Colorado. Uh, Number four is in the 1967-68 season, a real-life married couple portrayed a social worker and her husband, a successful cartoonist whose Jetman comics were being produced as a TV series. Number five is a one-season cop show sent or set in Santa Luisa, California, that premiered in 1970, and that Burt Reynolds said he only did because Quinn Martin said the magic words, $15,000 a week. <laughs> uh, number six is a weird Western series from 1993 starring a Harvard educated, or I'm sorry, featuring a Harvard educated lawyer turned bounty hunter who uses anachronistic technology and sci-fi devices in his attempts to capture the outlaw Joe Bly or John Bly. And the last one, a show from 2009 in which everyone on the planet simultaneously blacks out for two minutes and 17 seconds, during which time they see visions of their lives six months in the future. So before I read all those again, I will ask if you guys have any of them. Not offhand, no. I have to. They, some of them sound familiar, but but not familiar enough. Oh no! Yeah, one sounds. Uh, I'm, I'm on the edge of one, but I, I need to hear them just just one. But go ahead quickly. All right. So yeah. again, uh, the first is a political drama from the sixty four sixty five season, in which every episode began with the lines, "Democracy is a very bad form of government." But I ask you never to forget, all the others are so much worse. Number two is a 1967 adventure drama in which an amnesiac who had been dumped into the river searches for his own identity. Number three is a sitcom premiering in 1966 in which the men and women of the gunslinging Hanks family protect their land from outlaws in the fictional town of Wretched, Colorado. 
All these have very famous people in them, or most of them. Uh, in the 19, uh, number four is, in the 1967-68 season, a real-life married couple portrayed a social worker and her husband, a successful cartoonist whose Jetman comics were being produced as a TV series. Number five is a one-season cop show set in Santa Luisa, California, that premiered in 1970 and that Burt Reynolds said he only did because Quinn Martin said the magic words, $15,000 a week. Number six is a Weird Western series from 1993 featuring a Harvard-educated lawyer-turned-bounty hunter who uses anachronistic technology and sci-fi devices in his attempts to capture the outlaw John Bly. And number seven, the final one, is a show from 2009 in which everyone on the planet simultaneously blacks out for two minutes and 17 seconds, during which time they see visions of their lives six months into the future. All right. We're a little late, folks, so good night. Um, let's see. It's the, uh, uh, Laurie, go ahead. Well, have one. I think I don't have one, but the 1967 real-life couple, mm-hmm. I remember a show about a cartoonist. That's all I remember with William Wyndham. I think it was called My World and Welcome to It, but I, that's not it. That's not it. All right. So I don't. I may need a, a hint of the stars later on, but Dana, sure. run, why don't you run the board? Well, first I want to start with what's the, I'm definitely not going to run the board. The the pinky one, mm-hmm. is that the in the Invaders by any chance? The Roy mm-hmm. Thinnis? Because I used to watch, I actually watched that show when I was a, as a child. So, yes. Yes. Okay. Bad Wicked World, Some Sell Them Out, Some Won't Believe, An Architect Named David Vincent. That is yes. the Invaders. That's what right. They that? chased him for two years. Which year was that one? Uh, 67, 68. That's great. And the the one that sounds the most familiar, uh, maybe, is the one in Wretched Colorado, and that was a comedy western, if I'm thinking of the same one. It is. Um, and was that Pistols and Petticoats, maybe? Pistols and Petticoats, that is correct. All right, okay. Nice, nice job. Starring Ann Sheridan. Yes. And Sheridan. Okay. Close to Petticoat Junction. A lot, of, a lot of petticoats going on. There, there were. The Unrelated Petticoat Show. Yeah. All right. We'll leave the rest of that out. And uh, just to remind you of the two numbers, uh, because we'll be taking a call in just a minute, 415-841-4134 or toll free, 866-798-8255. And Laura, you go ahead. All right. Well, mine uh, are, I have Oscar questions. The Oscars are tomorrow night. And I noticed that the movie named Elvis is nominated for Best Picture. So I'm looking for other Best Picture nominations. One second. There are only one word titles, and that word is the first or middle name of the person who's being portrayed, and it's a real-life person. These are biographies of people. So just to say what I'm not looking for initials, so JFK wouldn't count, and I'm not looking for movies that have a number like Henry V. These are exactly like Elvis. It's a one word. It's their first name. In one case, it's a middle name. They were nominated or won for Best Picture. There's seven of them. So, Amadeus is the middle name one. Right. Amadeus is the middle one and the only one that won. No so doubt. this this can be has only to be a single name, Correct. and it can be either a first or a middle name. Uh, Kira just got the only middle name, so let's okay. just all stick with first ones. Uh, so is Ray one of them by any chance? Ray is, 2004. All right. Very good. 
Shakira and myself. Give you each one more if you got it. I'm sorry. Did you say they're all musicians? No, I didn't. No. Say that. Uh, okay. That would be Ray and Amadeus are two, and I think there's no more musicians. Okay. Yeah. So, how about Cleopatra then? Yeah, Cleopatra is one of them. 1963, very good. And uh, 1934, by the way. Oh, oh, I don't know if it was uh, that was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. In 34. Yes. And in 63. Okay, double Cleopatra. Give yourself two bells. Okay. Eric, you want one more? Uh, I'll need a minute. Okay. And, All right. Okay. Uh, Very good. Just so repeat looking, the question, if you would. Yeah, we're looking for movies nominated, in one case winning the Academy Award for Best Picture, in which the entire title is one word, and that word is the first name of a per, of the person who's being portrayed in the movie. And in every case, it's a real person. All I'll right. Give you one little hit. Well, in one case, it's a nickname, but it's the only name the person is known by. So, okay. Well, technically, uh, technically, we had a movie called Lady Bird that was uh, that was nominated, not, but it was not about Lady Bird Johnson. It was, it was yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that character. But technically, it counts. No, based on the well, I've, I've, only, I've only gone with real people. Yeah, it has to be the real person in the movie. A little. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Okay, very good. All right, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello, hello, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi, Tom. Hi, Teddy. Good morning. Good morning. Kara, uh, you is Mr. Magoo have anything to do with one of those shows? I thought you maybe referenced uh, an animated one or a cartoon character. No, there are uh, no. Oh, right. So it was the um, it's the TV show where one of the the husband is a cartoonist. Oh, a cartoon. they are making his Jetman comics into a television gotcha. show. Okay. Um, a lot of communities are having restaurant week right now. Um, according to the Georgia Institute of Technology, on average, in a largest American city, 46% of the restaurants in that city qualify as chain restaurants of one kind or another, 46. What is the average in the San Francisco-Oakland metro area of chain restaurants? And of, a, of the percentage of restaurants that are part of a chain. Right, as opposed to freestanding. So if it were nationally around 46, uh, we, we do a little better here in the Bay Area. Yeah, I'll I'll start the bidding with uh with twenty percent. Keep going a little higher. <laughs> yeah, I would go a little higher. I, I'll go thirty five. And split the difference, and you're I'm about going there. thirty. How about thirty? Yeah, twenty eight percent apparently. <laughs> so we all right. We do pretty well in that regard. More than I would think, actually. Um, what is the episodic? television series so this is not a one-off like the super bowl what episodic tv series had the largest viewership for its finale mash it's still mash yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was too easy can yeah. you tell me perchance do you know how many million viewers supposedly watched that final show was it 70 million according to, to this it was a hundred and six million wow. mm. and this was in 1983 representing 60 percent 
of all U.S. homes and three out of four television sets in use. Be fair, there are only like four channels, so. Yes, and they pointed out that that's exactly why, and that probably no show will ever break that record because the TV audience is so fragmented now. Right. And they, they commented the show ran for 11 seasons, even though the Korean War only ran for three. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, anyway, as I always close uh, with, I love the show. Keep it up. Thank, Thank you so you much. For your service. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. We also hope you will give us a call with a question or answer. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free. Our panel today, that would be Kira Pace, technical editor, Laurie Fisher from Diablo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. All right. Let me give you a couple of questions here. Um, All right. I'm thinking about this. What is the only state in the U.S. in which Susan B. Anthony Day, which is on February 15th, is a legal holiday? The state workers get the day off. Is it New York or is that too easy? No, it's, I mean, I'm not saying it's too easy, but it's just not right. Yeah. So, no, it's not New York. What is the only state in the U.S. in which Susan B. Anthony Day which is February 15th, is a legal holiday, and the state workers get the day off. Is it out west? No. Okay. For some reason, I have some association for giving a big speech west of the Mississippi. Okay. How long? Uh, well, that doesn't matter. So it's the day after Valentine. I don't know. I'll say Massachusetts. Just keep it in the in the. Not name. Massachusetts. Okay. All right. uh, Second question. According to, uh, excuse me, according to IMDb, International Movie Database, um, they have a list of the most filmed location in each state. In other words, the location that has been used in the most feature films. So keep that in mind. I'm going to give you five states. I want you to tell me the famous location in each of these states that has been Filmed for the most movies. All right. Number one, California. Number two, Virginia. Number three, Louisiana. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Nevada. So again, what I'm looking for, according to IMDb, these are, uh, I'm looking for the location in each of these states that has been featured the most in a regular feature-length film. So a location shooting, basically. So what area, what particular part of that state has been used the most? Number one, California. Number two, Virginia. Number three, Louisiana. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Nevada. And I'm not looking for a city, looking for a particular place. And it could be man-made or natural, correct? Correct. Yes. So for, go ahead, Kira. Oh, no, go ahead. I think we're going to go for the same one, though. I'm, I, well, I had a couple for each, I think. For Nevada, I'm just going to say the Las Vegas Strip. 
Uh, no, and I'm only looking for one guess. So okay. that's your that's your guess. So oh, go ahead, Karen. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what about Hoover Dam? Hoover Dam is correct. Yes, that yeah. is Nevada. Very good. Thank you, Lori, for taking one for the team because I was between those two. Me too. Yeah. So again, uh, Happy to work the with old, you. <laughs> first question is, what is the only state in which Susan B. Anthony Day, February 15th, is a legal holiday? State workers get the day off. And second question, according to IMDb, International Movie Database, um, I'm looking for the most filmed location in each of these states. In other words, the location uh, that has been used most in feature films. Number one, California. Number two, Virginia. Number three, Louisiana. Number four, Indiana. Number five, Nevada. And Nevada, as Kira guessed, it was Hoover Dam. And the number to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And you can also email us at mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning. This is Eid. So with the terrible news of the Silicon Valley Bank collapsing yesterday, uh, I predicted that, and I predict far more to come, because the whole concept of Silicon Valley was based on falsehood. So with that regard, I'm going to ask you two questions about people of Silicon Valley. Let's start with Bill Gates. So his daughter, Jennifer, a couple of months ago, and now she's pregnant with a child, uh, married to a man. Is he English? French or Egyptian? I'm going with Egyptian on this one. <laughs> of course. I don't, of course. Of I course. Don't think you had yeah. to add on she was, she was, His name she is was Naya, pregnant Naya. with a child. Yeah. Okay, they seem to be a lot in love, and I think Bill uh, loves him. There is a very good um, affinity between beautiful Jewish people and Egyptian. They are the closest to each other uh, ethnically uh, very much and culturally. Uh, okay, in fact, most of the Egyptian cinema, not most of it, but many of it, were Jewish characters, which were great, Lailamra and so on. Okay, second question, also second question, well, actually, it's about Steve Jobs. Okay, Steve Jobs never saw his father because he was adopted by a couple. What nationality was his father? Lebanese. Was he Syrian, was he Egyptian, or uh, Libyan? Leban- he was Lebanese. No. Well, then Syrian. I, I really Syrian. thought it was Lebanese. Syrian. Syrian, yeah. Well, you know, that area is very small. And Syria and Lebanon are so close to each other. They really are intermingled. So they are. Okay, uh, the same question about Steve Jobs. He had terrible uh, life with women, just like myself. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I was very good, but met a lot of very nice women. But a couple of women uh, caused him a lot of damage. Millions of dollars lost. Um, one woman, actually. All right, so let's talk now about... When he was dying in his deathbed, his daughter, who had very bad relation, he had very bad relation with her. With her, he denied it was his daughter. Refused to pay money to her mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in his deathbed, Steve Jobs looked at his daughter and he said, uh, "You are beautiful. I will miss you, or you smell bad. Go away. Which one of the two? You should tell us. <laughs> Please tell me. Choose one." You're beautiful. You smell bad. Go away. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that? Would you believe that? Would you? These are people from hell. I'm sorry to say, Steve, but he's definitely. Very quick question on Steve. When Obama visited Apple some years during his presidency, uh, uh, yeah, 
So uh, Obama asked Steve, would you bring some of these jobs back from China, Steve? Uh, Steve told him, of, co- of course, Mr. President, or these jobs never coming back to this country. Which one of the two? I'll go with B. Those jobs are <laughs> never coming back to this country. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, one question for your audience. She was a beautiful young woman and a doctor, physician. In the year 322, she traveled to Europe and taught Europeans uh, personal hygiene and medicine. She was sainted. She is buried in a church in Switzerland. And uh, there is 70 churches in Switzerland named after her and 30 in Germany. She taught the barbaric Germanic uh, tribes and the cult, uh, what do you call it, and the Gauls civilization, personal hygiene, and uh, she was greatly respected. She was sented by the Catholic Church. She is called Saint, you know, blank, blank, blank. Your audience would love to hear the story of this woman. She was very young. She was only in her 20s when she went to Europe. And she managed to do what the, what the Roman Empire could not do, which is civilize the Germanic tribe and the Celts and the Gauls and all that. And the, she, was, she was a beautiful Another Egyptian, famous Egyptian. She was a physician, by the way. Thank you very much. Always great show. Always great show. Thank you, Ian. Right. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, we would love to hear from you. 415-841-4134 with a question or answer. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Or you can email us, mindsovermatter1, that's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com with a question or answer. Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning. This is James in Berkeley. Hi, James. Um, On the one-name movie titles, is Gandhi Mm -hmm. one of those? Uh, No. Because I don't think that's his first name. Mahatmas is his first name. Okay. Well, I have a question for you then. Sure. In the in the first Academy Awards in 1929, there was an award made only once that year, never again. So, what was that class of award? It was something akin to most artistic production or artistic achievement it's something of of that type isn't it yes it is but it was specific to silent movies or is it is it titles it is best best yes, you got it okay oh, that's nice. it. it was for the, the best for the title cards well, that's right cool. okay good well done thanks thanks for good the bell. show oh thank you appreciate it yeah. Okay. Bye. And the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Kira, I think it is your turn. Okay. In the U.S., there are 60 counties that share a name with a U.S. president, but are not actually named for that president. <laughs> what are the top three names for counties that sound like they're a presidential presidential homage, but aren't actually? I bet Clinton is one. Clinton is one. That's the middle. There are nine counties named Clinton, none of which are named for Bill Clinton. Seven of them are for DeWitt Clinton, and two are for George Clinton. Uh, How about Adams? States that are big P-Funk fans. How about Adams? Not Adams. Not Adams. 
No. Funkadelics have all those cows. They do. It's a different George Clinton, I guess. Oh, all right. Sorry. Um, yeah. So Clinton is the middle one that looking for two more, um, presidential names, uh, where there are a lot of counties with the same name, but are not actually named for the presidents. So can I ask you this then, um, are the counties named after, not named after, but do they have the same, share the same name with a 19th century president or a 20th century president or both? Both. Okay. How about Lincoln then? Lincoln is number three. So mm-hmm. there are however, there are 24 counties named Lincoln. 17 are actually named for Abraham Lincoln. Five are named for Benjamin Lincoln. <laughs> Maine's Lincoln County is named for the city in England. And South Dakota's Lincoln, uh, Lincoln County is named for Maine's Lincoln County. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All so right. We will, so we will leave we the will, last one out. All right. We'll leave that out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Hey, this is Fred in West Virginia. Hey, good to hear from you. I already changed my clock. I thought I was calling. Wait, wait. Don't don't tell me. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. But Next I week. think the democracy quote was Churchill. Attributed to Churchill. Here oh, on your show. Uh, it, I, I don't know if it was attributed to Churchill at any point in this show. I can only tell you that that is how each show began with the intonation. Um, uh, no, the, 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 the best, question, oh, democracy is a bad form of government, but the best we have. So what show was it from? No, I thought the question was... No, who, the question is... That? No, the the question was there was a there was a political drama from the 1964-65 season only lasted one se- one season and every episode of that drama began with the lines democracy is a very bad form of government oh, oh, but I ask oh, you never I to forget all the others are I so didn't understand that. But I thought of a, a quote about democracy two wolves and a rabbit voting on what they should have for lunch is democracy not bad <laughs> Who said that? Oh, who said that? Yeah. Uh, 20th century? Yes, Philadelphia. 20th century Philadelphia? No, not 20th century. I'm sorry. So 18th century? He invented eyeglasses, okay? So so Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, Franklin, okay. Now I have another question. Lori and I grew up north of Chicago, near Wisconsin. When we drove to Wisconsin, we saw a sign that said, last stop for this. And when you drove back from Wisconsin to Illinois, it said, last stop for this. Do you know what these were? Cheese? No. Oh, mar- was it was it oleo, mar- was it margarine or oleo? Oleo margarine, which was right. illegal <laughs> in Wisconsin. And there yeah. were big signs, last stop for oleo. Remember that, Laura? I do. 1965. And what did it say to buy in Wisconsin before you get to Illinois? Did they have fireworks? Last stop for fireworks. There you go. Your memory is holding up. Uh, (laughs) Margarine became legal in Wisconsin in 1965. Very cool. What what did, you know, Daniel Ellsberg is 91 years old. He's been diagnosed with 
pancreatic cancer. They say it's three to six months to live. But he made a statement because he's going to keep working. And why does he say he's going to do his best work? No. Don't know. He said he works best with the deadline. Oh. Oh, well, maybe that's not funny. I don't know, (laughs) but I heard that. And is Milk a movie title you're looking for? Well, that's his last name. Oh, and, and I'm, okay. yeah, there's lots of last names like Capote and Milk. I'm only looking for first names. So right, no bell, no bell on that. that one, Fred. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Excellent show. All right. Thank you. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, feel free to give us a call. Area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Kira, I have a question for you about your TV shows. Yeah. Does one of them, uh, or maybe you don't have the stars, maybe, because uh, that's sort of the way I approach some of these things. Um, is one of them Richard Crenna by any chance? Yeah, one of them is Richard Crenna. Is that the political one? It is the political one. I'm trying to remember the name of it now. The Democracy? Yeah. The, the, yeah. He, he played... Um, played a not a congressman he played a state legislator or something like that um and it was something people something 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 people somebody for the people yeah well it's something like that it's uh or maybe it's no that's more of a courtroom thing slattery's people slattery's Slattery's people is correct nice Nice job good work all right all right one down (laughs) <laughs> and uh let's see uh Lori, i believe it is your turn so i have my second oscar question with a lead-in there's somebody who's nominated this year for one of the acting awards i'm only talking acting awards whose parent was also nominated in the same category you know off the top of your head who that is jamie lee curtis yeah and her which parent which parent was nominated well, you said in that category, which is supporting actress, so I'm going to assume her mom. Yeah. Even yeah. though Tony Curtis was dressed as a woman, I don't think. He wasn't nominated in some yeah. like that. Okay. But in her case, both her parents were nominated for different things. Psycho yeah. for Janet Lake. So here's my question. It doesn't have to do with category. I have a feeling I don't have all the answers, but I have seven parent and children, both who were nominated in acting categories, not necessarily the same category. Just that's the Janet Lee. uh uh, Jamie Lee Curtis one. So I'm looking for a father, daughter, father, son, mother, daughter, mother, son, who were both either nominated in some cases, one. In one case, they were in the same movie. I'm looking for who they are. And there's only seven. I thought there'd be more. So it may be that this is one where I have to go back and find some. Okay. So and this is not just acting. Like, for example, no, but, I could say John Houston, Angelica Houston, and that would be one of your answers. The reason it would be is not because directing, because John Houston was nominated for acting for the. Oh, Carver. he was. They, yeah. Okay. So okay. give that's a great one. That's a bell, and also the grandfather was nominated too, but uh, Walter Houston for Treasure of the Sierra Madre. But it was just directing, no. So everybody in all the categories was nominated for some form of acting. Well, I think the one with the mother and daughter, uh, Laura Dern, and um, and. Uh... Her mother. Yes. Laura Dern and her mother, whose name Or um, Rose, what is that called? Rose something. Rose. Rambling Rose. Yes. And who is her mom? Um, somebody who looks a lot like her. It does. Uh, yeah. Yes. Laura Dern and I can't think of her name. Diane Ladd. Diane Ladd. Okay, very good. That is the same movie one. 
Okay. Give you each one more if you know them. The Fondas, Henry and Jane. Yes. Henry for right. many movies, sure. three or four, and Jane for Cluton coming home. Very good. Okay. Dana, you want one more? No, I'll leave those. Let's leave okay. those out. So we're looking for four more parent-child combinations that were nominated for acting or supporting acting, which includes actressing awards in Oscars. And we have John Houston and Angelica, Diane Ladd and Laura Dern, and Henry Fonda and Jane Fonda. Peter was never nominated. We're looking for four more pairs. And All we're right, not we're we... not allowing or we're not doing Jamie Lee Curtis for this because she was in your lead in, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. She, that's right. All right. Thank Before we go back to calls, let's quickly repeat. We don't have to repeat that. Any any questions that are still out there, Kira, let's start with you. Okay. So I had the short descriptions of uh of one season TV shows. I'm looking for their titles. The ones we have left are a 1967 adventure drama in which an amnesiac who had been dumped into a river searches for his own identity. Uh, we have in the 1967-68 season, a real-life married couple, a uh, real-life married couple is Richard Benjamin and Paul Apprentice, if that helps, mm. portrayed a social worker and her husband, a successful cartoonist whose Jetman comics were being produced as a TV series. The third is a one-season cop show sent, set in Santa Luisa, California, that premiered in 1970, and that Burt Reynolds said he only did because Quinn Martin said the magic words, $15,000 a week. Uh, number four is a weird Western series from 1993 featuring a Harvard-educated lawyer-turned-bounty hunter who uses anachronistic technology and sci-fi devices in his attempt to capture the outlaw John Bly. And the last the one... Of, who is the star of that? Uh, I will not be saying because that is just a dead giveaway. Uh, <laughs> the last one is a show from 2009 in which everyone on the planet simultaneously blacks out for two minutes and 17 seconds, during which time they see visions of their lives six months in the future. Also, uh, in the U.S., there are 60 counties that share a name with a U.S. president but are not actually named for that president. What are the top three counties that sound like they're a presidential homage but aren't actually and uh, Dana and Lori got Clinton and Lincoln counties still looking for the number one answer. I am looking for movies nominated for best picture that share the same quality with Elvis. One word titles that are the first name of the person being depicted in the movie, who in each case is a real life person like Ray, Cleopatra, Amadeus and Elvis. We're looking for four more. Is and Marty then, a real person? He's not, no, right? He's not okay. a real person. So just needed to double check. He wasn't. He was nominated, but not okay. real. And then uh, the parent-child acting question. You already it was recent enough, so I won't repeat it. All right, and I'm looking for the only state in the U.S. in which Susan B. Anthony Day, which is February 15th, is a legal holiday. State workers get the day off. It's not this kind of state you would ordinarily suspect of having this. Uh, just to give you a hint, what is the only state in the U.S. in which Susan B. Anthony Day is a legal holiday? And uh, according to IMDb, International Movie Database, uh, these are the, I'm looking for the most filmed locations in these states. In other words, the one part of area specific locale that has been used most in feature films. Uh, we have California, the ones we have left are California, Virginia, Louisiana, and Indiana. Can we take a guess on those? Or uh, you can take one guess if you like. Louisiana, how about the French Quarter in New Orleans? I will accept that, Bourbon Street, yes. Right. Very good. Correct, yes. Kira, I will give you a guess too if you want. 
What's California? Uh, what about the Indianapolis Raceway in Indiana? That is correct. Indiana- nice. Indianapolis Motor Speedway for Indiana. Good work. So, so we are only looking for California and Virginia. In the meantime, I'm going to give you a quick question here. Uh, daylight savings coming up. Of course, Arizona skips daylight savings, except for one part of the state. What part is that? The Navajo Nation. That is correct. The Navajo oh. Nation. Very good. All right. And... Um, all right, I'll give you one more. What are now? I give you one guess each on this. What are the three Girl Scout cookies are are about to be sold again? Um, Kira, I know you're an old Girl Scout. Three three types of Girl Scout cookies that do not change from year to year. In other words, we get many additions, subtractions, but there are three brands that are constant that never change. So I'll give you each one guess. Thin mints never change. Thin mints, of course, one. Yes. Sure, you could have my guess. This is not. Uh... No, no, none of that. Okay. So... <laughs> I don't. I know that one they put out this year became so popular that it's being sold uh, in the black market. Oh, that's the, the raspberry yeah. ripple or yeah. raspberry something. I read about that, but I don't know any others. Okay. So, again, uh, there are three types of Girl Scout cookies, according to to what I could find out. They do not change from year to year because they are so popular. Thin Mints, of course, is one. What are the other two on that list? Sorry, I took the low-hanging fruit, but to be fair, they are the most delicious cookie. So. <laughs> that is fair. Are they? The they Thin are. Mints, is that what you're oh, talking about? By far, the right, most by delicious. By All yeah. right, okay. Right. And uh, yes, uh, I was, I, I, I think one of the most brilliant business decisions ever was the story I read about the girl who set up her cookie business, the Girl Scout, next to the marijuana dispensary. <laughs> so, which was just beyond brilliant to me uh, and did very well. So, anyway, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on. Mind of a matter. Hello. Hi, you're on. Go ahead, please. Good morning. Sorry about that. Um, we have a couple guesses. About the day that Susan B. Anthony is observed is in Florida. That is correct. Florida wow. is the answer to that. That's a surprise. Yes. I never got that yeah. day off. <laughs> That's a little help from the internet, I'll say. The most filmed location in and around Los Angeles for California. Is that a location? It's uh, no, it has to be something much more specific than that. Okay. Well, I'll guess Southern California. That's that's not more specific than that. No, no, it's a it's a very particular location uh, area that I'm looking for. Well, I know they did a lot of filming in the Bay Area, but that's where I live. It's not in the Bay Area. Um, Not in the Bay Area. Okay. For the film stars Angelina Jolie and John Voight, is that one of the pairs? That is one of the pairs for Coming Home and Girl Interrupted. Very good. Okay. As I said, a little help on the internet. Then here's some ones for you guys. What, when is Bastille Day observed in France? July 14th. Very good. Okay. And in 1976, what movie did Taxi Driver lose to for Best Picture? 1976. Bad of ears. Is that Rocky? 
No, no, previous to that. It's uh really? it's it's uh, to kill a mockingbird. Oh right. Yeah, Boo Bradley. That's right. 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 I forgot. And who Boo wrote Bradley. the Chronicles of Narnia? C. S. Lewis. Okay. You guys are good. The, where did King Charles go to school? <laughs> the All right, last King, question. The current King Charles. That's it. That's the last one. The where did King Charles go to school? Like, he went to like, he went to Cambridge for a while. You mean college or elementary school? No, elementary. Oh, oh no, no, don't know. Boarding school, boarding school. No, yeah, it was some some place he hated. I remember reading. I'm telling that. Okay, I'll tell you. It's Gordonston. Hmm. Don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Well, thank you for the show. Thanks oh, thank very you. Much. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. And um, so Deborah has emailed us and asked uh, whether Blythe Danner and Gwyneth Paltrow would count. You know, they would count since they're mother and daughter. They didn't come up on my list because I don't think Blythe Danner was nominated. But this is one that I'll stand corrected because I'll check. And Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli. Yes. Judy Garland for Judgment at Nuremberg and Liza Minnelli for more than one thing, but one for Cabaret. Very good on that. Okay. All right. There we go. And uh, in the meantime, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. I'm uh, one of Ed's ex-girlfriends, and I've been trying to track down his (laughs) phone number for a really long time. Hey guys, it's Hayes. We're glad you use the, use the show for that purpose. We'll work. Yeah. We'll work it out. I, we I hope you kids work it out. I had an answer to a question, but you jumped on me. Uh, Slatterly is people, but the only reason I knew that was because it was on the list of Churchill misquotes. And the final thing, Dana, I, I get upset every week when you think that your audience can't spell that you have to spell out lines over matter. I think we can handle that ourselves, but I can appreciate you doing <laughs> and what about the well, news? I'm not. I uh, believe me. I'm not talking down to the audience. It's a, it's a fairly common mistake that, that people sometimes leave the s off, so they they write mind over matter rather than minds. So I just want to did spell you, it out. Did you just tell me to f off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <You did. laughs> All right. Once again, a wonderful show. It's uh, nice and early in the morning, so it's wonderful. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Thank you, Hayes. Thank you very much. And uh, again, if you'd like to give us a call, we have a few minutes left in the show. We would love to hear from you. Area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Okay, um, Kira... Uh, well, actually, Lori and Kira are both going to be off for a little bit, but um, all right, Kira, I'll give you a chance if you have a short question. Uh, what animal whose inuktitut name means bearded one was Alex Trebek's favorite animal? <laughs> Is there a connection here? Like, the, it makes sense. Like, if, if you hear the answer, yeah, that that's why Alex Trebek would like that animal. 
He likes that animal because it's uh because it is strong, protects its family and protected it or protects its family. He's mentioned that or he had mentioned that in the past. And I think there were a few other reasons. Um, and also he his um part of his estate went to a um conservatory for these animals. So So are we looking for a bearded animal? We are. A bearded animal. Yeah. A Komodo dragon that has a beard. Now and again, it's got an Anuktukut name, so that uh, that should narrow some things down. Yeah. Huh? I have no idea. I do not animal. know. Is this an animal that's? Na- I'm sorry. Did you say it was native to the United States? I did not say that. May we ask? <laughs> um, I think that it is more native to another country. But there, I believe that there are populations in the United States. And this is actually, I'm positive there are because is this an endangered species? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know either, and that's why I asked. (laughs) Um, Okay, all right, leave it out, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning. This is Fran. Hi, Fran. Hi. There's a book out now, it's a biography in cartoons of who, famous person, entertainer. Number one is Walking, that's the name of it. Oh, it's um, Steve Martin. Correct. Okay. Now, this is an old TV show called Ben Casey. Uh, It was on in the early 60s. Yes. And um, in the beginning... First of all, this is two parts. Uh, who played Dr. Zorba? Sam Jaffe. He did. You're right. <laughs> yes. And um, in the beginning of this show, they had a bunch of signs, um, and they listed five things about uh, human beings and life. In the beginning of this program, there were five things. I'm just going to start with one. It said man. There were four others. Do it you was know? man, woman, birth, death, something. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anybody uh, got the last one? Man, woman, birth, birth death, and? Don't know. Infinity. Okay. Infinity, all right. <laughs> yeah. They showed a caduceus or something when they said that. That's what I remember. Um, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is coming uh, Friday, and uh, today is a parade. But um, what is a very famous street? It's I'm going to say it's, I may be wrong, the most popular street in Dublin. Anybody know? The most popular street in Dublin? Well, it's the most. Co- it's a famous street, and it's like a street where there's just a lot of things going on. It's like a main street. I don't know. Anybody know? No. Mm-mm. Nobody's been to Dublin. Uh, okay. I have. But I, I have. have I, don't I have, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's called Grafton Street. Oh, sure. Lots of shit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, listen, I I appreciate all of you for all this time for me since 2016 through all the time changes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, sir. Change your clock tonight. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate your call. 
And uh, Sparky and Maddie sent an email and asked uh, about Ryan and Tatum O'Neill for the father and daughter. Sparky and Maddie are correct. Ryan O'Neill for Love Story okay, and Tatum for Paper go. Moon. That's very good. One left. And I'm trying to think. Oh, yes. Jody asked about whether the Hollywood sign, which is a very good guess, or Big Sur would be the location in California that was most filmed. And no, neither one of those. So leave that out. And uh, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning from Florida. I'm going to start celebrating Johnny B. Good Day. I didn't know about this, uh, Susan B. Anthony. I'm going to make up a new one. Hey, listen, uh, how about, is there a movie called Winston? Not that I know of. There There's a been... movie called Young Winston, yeah. which is a, oh. which is about young Winston Churchill. Right, maybe, right. Maybe Before one time he Churchill. became prime minister. How yeah. about, this would be a stretch, you know, because within the movie Rocky, he refers to being named after Rocky Marciano or taking on the name, but that wouldn't be it either. That would okay. not be it. Here, here's a question. You know music, right? Who wrote the Rhenish Symphony? Schumann. Uh, that's right. Which <laughs> symphony was it? It's uh, is it two? I think it's number two. No, it's number three. It's number three. But, sorry. Uh, what does Rhenish mean? The Rhine, the Rhine River. Oh, very good. I didn't know that. Right. How long is the Rhine River? How long is it? I'm sorry, I don't have a. a, <laughs> it, a, a oh, mile. It is, it, yeah, how many miles? Well, it's it's like the longest in Europe. It's 766. Uh, how long is the. Um, well, in the United States, how long is the Connecticut River? It does, no. It, 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 like it, it's not even close. I was trying to find one that's close. I found ones that are longer and shorter, but nothing really even close to that. But anyway, um, what states come into contact with the uh, Connecticut River? I'm going with Connecticut. Connecticut. What else? I'll leave, I'll leave the rest to my colleagues. Huh? <laughs> Probably, let's see, Connecticut River. What would be Connecticut River? Um, New, New, New Massachusetts York. or... Yeah. Yes, Massachusetts. It passes through Massachusetts. New York. Yeah. Oh, it passes through it. Okay, so let's let's. What about uh, New Hampshire? So is that flowing north then? It actually no. It's flowing south to the uh, to the Long Island Sound. Yeah, it's it's flowing. No, it's flowing south. But you're on your way, Kira. Uh, so if if it flows, was through, New uh, Hampshire one of them? What did you say? New Hampshire. Actually, it makes the border between Vermont and New Hampshire. Hmm. All did right. you know that? Uh, no. no. I did not. Believe it or not. <laughs> so All right. Anyway, any, any, anything Rivers else? have a habit of making borders because they're very convenient ways of making uh, borders between states. And you're on that side, we're on this side. No doubt about it. Okay, no, that's that's basically it. Thanks, it was fun. All right, thank you very much. Um, we got an email from Johnny, and Johnny was asking the, a question about the counties uh, that you had asked here. So sure. he named Carter, Kennedy, McKinley, and Harrison. He wondered if any of those. <laughs> None of them. 
None of them. None of them. Great list. No, but as a clue, I'll say that uh, that there are twelve counties named for neither of the presidents. Well, there are a lot of Clay counties. I know that. Mm. Um, but you mean they have presidential names, but not named for any president? I said neither of the presidents. There's there's one there's one more listing left, and it's named for neither of the presidents. What might that mean? You mean it's named for a Bush? It's not. It's not Bush. Adams. (laughs) It's not Adams. It's one more. Johnson. 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 Twelve counties in the U.S. (laughs) named Johnson. None of them named for Andrew Johnson or LBJ. All right. Okay. All right, let's take one more call here. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. I made it. Um, the one word title is Beckett. Well, it's... I thought about Beckett, but its name is Thomas a Beckett. So I'm oh, not it's Thomas a Beckett. Yeah. Okay, so I, so I lose. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. All right, thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, one more call. Quick. Hello. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Is that me? It's Richard. Okay, I have one question left to guess on. It's sure. uh, the site in California where movies are filmed. Yeah. I guess uh, either the Sierra Railroad or Jamestown. Neither one, sorry. Uh, how about the River Delta town of Ileton? No, not that either. I will give you the answer in, in a, just a couple of seconds. Well, okay. Thank I'll you wait. for your call. Appreciate okay, it. thank you. All right, time to clean up here. Akira, we'll start with you. Okay, uh, the 67 adventure drama about the amnesiac is Coronet Blue, the Richard Benjamin Paula Prentice oh. sitcom that was a precursor pretty much to the... He and uh, She. He and She is correct, uh-huh. yes. Say it again. The one-season cop show uh, starring Burt Reynolds, that was, the, um, that was Dan August. Oh, the Weird Western uh, about the bounty hunter with the sci-fi weapons is The Adventure of Briscoe County Jr. Who was in that? Uh, Campbell, uh, Bruce Campbell. Right, yes. And uh, the show from 2009 where everybody on the planet blacks out for two minutes and 17 seconds as a show called Flash Forward. And the favorite animal of uh, Alex Trebek was the musk ox. Hmm. That good? All right. And Gloria, the one parent child couple is a parent with two child, two child, two childs. Michael Redgrave, uh, both Vanessa Redgrave and Lynn Redgrave were nominated. The right. single word titles that are names of famous people that were nominated for Academy Awards were Elizabeth, meaning Queen Elizabeth, Bugsy for Bugsy Siegel, Julia, who is a real character in um, in the name uh, in the movie called Julia, and Lenny after Lenny Bruce, and that clears me. Okay, and let's see. According to IMDb, the most filmed location in these states, California, Griffith Park. Griffith Park. And Virginia, that is Arlington National Cemetery. Trying to think if there's anything else I have left out here. Yes, Girl Scout cookies. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, The three types of Girl Scout cookies have never changed from year to year. Thin mints, of course. The peanut butter sandwich, uh, the do-si-dos. And the shortbread, which are they're called tree foils, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, if we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. My thanks to Kira Pace, technical editor, Lori Fisher, Davo Valley College, Damian D. Minder for handing the board and phones. My name's Dana Rodriguez. I've been your moderator. Thanks, everybody. And we do hope you will join us next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks. Have a great week.
Take care. Bye-bye.